So uh, I should I should I should mention who you are before we we get into it. Uh, <laughs> joining me at this time from Six Point Weekend, which is a lovely podcast, and I'm really jealous actually that you came up with that name before anybody else because <laughs> I kind of want to steal it. Um, for everything North Carolina FC and the North Carolina Courage, it's uh, it's it's Chuck. How's it going? Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks yeah. for having me on. I'm right. No problem. Thank you for, I always like to say that I really, I'm good at pulling things together last minute and that's never been more evident than, than this right now. (laughs) That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, first of all, just tell people a little bit about North Carolina FC, given that they are new to USL. Well, okay. So we, I think we're in our, um, I think this will be our 12th season. Oh boy. So I'm trying to think here. We, the last, (laughs) Uh, so we used to be the Carolina Railhawks. Yes. I hated that name so much. Yeah. Okay. Now wait. So before we get into that, what <laughs> was a Railhawk? Because uh, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that's what when they dig into the Wikipedia page or whatever when they see You're your right. team. Yeah. So um, one of the um, so we used to have two supporters groups, Triangle Soccer Fanatics. Uh, the uh, head of that won a kind of a contest. Okay. Um, for uh, naming the the new pro team. And uh, the, 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 it was a combination of um, rail because uh, Wake Med Soccer Park is built right next to a, um, a train line. Okay. It's about, you know, it's literally just on the other side of the street. Um, and Hawk, because the, you know, Hawks are indigenous to the area. So rail, Hawk, rail, Hawks, boom. Uh, and it's funny because I think there's like a minor league baseball team the somewhere Hartford, in Hartford. the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're they're also like the Railhawks. I, I and, saw uh, the week, they I call like, the uh, the old trains that that broke down that just sit in the yard. So <laughs> it's, um, it, it's it, a little it, bit more better in terms of a term than Railhawk, but nevertheless, right. they're both train related. Yeah, Is it bad it, that it, I knew that immediately as soon as you started saying it? That's pretty amazing, man. That's okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good info. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I I'm a bevy of just useless information that's only good for <laughs> for podcasts, and that's why I do this. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so back to you guys. Said it's your it's your twelfth year. It's your first in USL. Yeah. Even though I know you've had guys that have played in USL come through the system before. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there's there's some kind of veterans on the team that have that have played in in USL and 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 in NASL. Um, so it's, uh, we have an interesting group that's kind of, um, a, I think it's a pretty good blend of, um, a veteran with youth talent or kind of untapped potential talent, uh, or, um, you know, maybe a diamond in the rough here or there. Uh, so it's, it's, we're all a little bit trepidatious about the season only because there has been such a major turnover. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of us have experienced USL in this iteration before. Sure. Um, and because I mean, this USL compared to USL pro from years ago is miles different. It's a bit, uh, it's, a, it's changed a little bit. Yeah. Just a bit. I mean, if anything, it's, it's just become more legitimate. I think mm-hmm. is, is the, the word I, I keep using when people say like, you know, what's the difference between NASL and USL? And I just say it's, it's more legitimate. It just feels like a more whole complete league that help. It helps when you have more than seven teams to play against. (laughs) And Um, there's not, you know, four pending lawsuits that your league has out against the (laughs) Federation. And you don't don't have a team, you know, um, trying to find options to play without sanctioning from USSF. One of those, (laughs) Um, that was a fun one. 
it's uh it, that it was just a never like I, people can't see but i'm just like i'm just it's like scratching my head and shaking it at the same time yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. An, enough already <laughs> yeah are you you guys are like a much happier just fan base as a whole now that it's all kind of over and you can sort of just focus on the soccer side of things right yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely it's just it's so nice and, and, and the biggest difference between uh last year and this year um is there was a lot of energy and excitement last year with the rebrand from uh railhawks to ncfc and the women's team coming in too but unfortunately i I mentioned this on our podcast that um they basically did a rebrand and moved a women's team and uh announced an mls bid in the span of maybe a a few months Mm -hmm. uh and 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 that led right up to the beginning of the season for both teams which was unreal um it's yeah. like i i don't even imagine how many long days and long nights that the the front office had but now this year we have more time we're like yeah. slowly sure. dripping out news and information about you know players and we still haven't had a, a kit release yet and mm. um you know this time last year i think you know we released our kit design in december uh oh, for God. the upcoming season yeah so oh. think about that like they were just like we just gotta push all this out now <laughs> All the cards uh, yeah. on the table, so you yeah, can exactly. uh, like, try to show off to my favorite bachelor, Don Garber, <laughs> uh, as I as I lovingly refer to him as. No, so um, and I know it's a little different. I think everyone by now knows that the NISL, you know, splits their their season up into two seasons, a, a spring and a fall. But what was your what was your record last year? And then, you know, I guess what do you think it'll take to kind of make an impact, or where do you see this team finishing in USL this year? So I can't remember the record right off the top of my head we um so in a in an 18 league the top four made the playoffs we were um i believe we were fourth uh so we made the playoffs or no maybe i think we were third um so we made the playoffs (laughs) we got in yeah so it's like man in the 18 league if you don't make it in come on you know like um it was you know with the 18 league it was competitive i I will say that like it was you know every team could win on every weekend sure um but uh, but as far as this season, where do I see us ending up? Man, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I, at the end of the day, I would love to be in the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I think there's a, a decent chance of that, especially with the the, the veteran talent that we have returning. Um, plus, you know, just a, you know a lot of eager youth uh, that's coming through. I I I'll be honest with you though. If we don't make the playoffs, I won't be totally shocked or surprised because of sure. the major because because of the major turnover you know we lost arguably our top three players in brian Silvestre is our goalkeeper he's now at yeah. la galaxy nas abadawi uh he's like one of our own born and raised in raleigh like yeah. used to be in the stands cheering on the team mm-hmm. ended up playing for them and now he's at uh cincinnati lance lang is at cincinnati um you know akinyode and and um and uh, gosh, I keep forgetting all these names, but so many players have left. Sure. Uh, and and uh, you know, it's uh, it's so that 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 is going to be hard. It's going to be hard to replace uh, some of that talent. So I'm mm-hmm. not feeling super pumped about the season. Sure. But it's it's still <laughs> early. Like I I have hope. Every that's the thing is that everybody across the board, whether you're Toronto too or FC Cincinnati, or, yep. um, you know, Louisville City, everybody's got the same hope. Yes. Um, which, is, sure. which is which which is pretty cool. Um, I just, 
but it after is. a couple of games, that's all going to fade away. Yeah, <laughs> depending really. on who you are. And it's it's funny are. because you guys are coming into, I I think really consensus throughout the league, the better of the two conferences. So it's a lot harder for you to figure out yeah. where you're going to be because if you look at the last two years or so, that final playoff spot in the East has come down to you know the final game of the season. I know. Mm. Um, two years ago, legitimately, Bethlehem and Orlando City B played each other basically for that spot. Um, and then last year's race was more about standing in the in the playoff in terms of seating. But it's it's a really really tight conference. Um, you know, you have your Cincinnati's and your Tampa's that are and your Louisville even that are pretty much fixing to just you know run away with the top three spots. But then you know four down, it's it's anyone's game. Yeah, that's why I keep I, every uh, preseason like top like rankings or who's mm. going to make the playoffs. They all mm. are different. They're all different. Yep. Oh, like, yeah. There's no consensus at all. Uh, I, I did see one that had uh, NCFC kind of in the top eight, mm. like as high as, as high as four. And I was okay. like, okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. right. You're like, yeah, I'm cool sure, with that. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, what do we owe that guy? We'll send him a, a basket. Right, yeah, um, bake of cookies yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so you know, you mentioned the guys you lost, and and obviously, um, did you actually lose Bolo Akinyode? Because that would be really sad. Because I he was a steal first year guy, and I was kind of looking forward to seeing him. Yeah, uh, I believe yeah. he's gone. Um, oh, that's awful. Ibiaga and Akinyode are both gone. Yeah. Um, so it's it kind of kills our defense in in that yeah, aspect. But, seriously, uh, seriously, but. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, who are the guys that you, you brought in that you're excited about or the guys that you kept that you're excited about just so that, you know, there's, there's people out there who are, this is probably their first exposure to your side that are, that are wondering, all right, well, who do they have? Yeah. Um, so Kyle Becker from um, San Francisco Deltas yeah. is a, is a big get for us. He kind of slots right into kind of re- not replace Nas, but, but to kind of augment the midfield a bit more mm-hmm. and, and bring more attacking uh, depth I'm uh, really excited about Dre Fortune coming back. You know, he was recently on trial at NYCFC. Um, there's rumor that he might still be training with them at least, mm-hmm. even though he's re-signed. Um, that's a, kind of a weird gray area there. But I guess, you know, if he's still training, I don't see the harm in it necessarily if it's mm-hmm. just for fitness. Um, let's see. Uh, Austin Guerrero is a former, uh, they call him Liga MX goalkeeper, but he, you know, he signed for a team and then he, he was playing the division below. Okay. Um, so, eh, you know, it's like, that's, that's what you do, right? You know, you kind of, you, you, you pad the resume a little yeah, bit, right? You know, like MLS veteran, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like he yeah. plays one game. Um, it's like, it's like when you guys probably signed Brian Silvestri or you got him back, you know, it was former Philadelphia union goalkeeper, Brian right, Silvestri. Right. Right. So it's just like, like well, it's yes, like, all right, sure. I mean, yeah, he played he games. Played, I played saw games. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, one exciting signing that was uh, really surprising was um, Michael Harrington from Chicago fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a legitimate MLS veteran who's from the area. Um, who's kind of coming back. Um, he's from North Carolina. So he's coming back to play. Uh, and play defense for us. So, um, I mean, he's a. I mean, I think he's a day one starter. Obviously, um, so he's got some. He's got some miles on the tires, but um, but he's he's still a very serviceable uh, player, and he, he fits right in with the USL level. Um, he started a lot of games for Chicago uh, over the years. So, really excited about him coming back. Uh, if there's mm-hmm. any other players that um uh, that have we re-signed well um one of my personal favorites and a good friend of mine is um connor tobin he used to play for um minnesota united way back mm-hmm. when and uh and so he's uh he's back now which is 
which is really cool. And, and, and actually it's not so much just him coming back. It's him coming back. Uh, and he's done a lot of really cool things um, with us, with the Oak city supporters in the Raleigh area. Uh, we recently did a, uh, it's hard to explain it, but like, it's essentially if you mix soccer and putt putt uh, together, um, you know, like there's the, like foot, you know, it's kind of like foot golf. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, but on a, on a smaller scale, but yeah, like with an actual putt putt course. Okay. So that's it's, like, amazing. it's like two, it's like two scale with like loop de loops and okay. everything. And, um, so it was called the Oak city classic. So like he did a bunch of, he, like he and a, another former player, like, organized all of this awesome. like it, and it was awesome go go to our website and uh and just look at like the the like the holes and everything like that it was just it was so so cool and the, there was like promotion and relegation in this whole event we raised money for charity so like having him back we're doing that again this year mm-hmm. like i love him coming back as a player but him coming back and then giving back to the community i'm equally if not more excited about so sure. um so him, obviously, um, and then Austin Deleuze. Yeah, um, I was going to be really upset if you didn't bring him up, actually. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> and he's probably going to hate the fact that I've, like, waited until the very last. But hey, no, it's all right. saving the best for last. Um, and he's he's coming in. You know, he's like Mr. NCFC at this point, you know. He's, yeah, he's, he's actually, and not to step on you here, but uh, he did a lot of the, uh, they did a, and I forget what it was called, which is terrible, but they did a lot of uh, fundraising for, like, LGBT yeah, uh, uh, for Pride, yeah which is definitely mm-hmm. like i really want to interview him for a variety of reasons but that kind of being the lead one. Oh um, man yeah absolutely you know, i you saw that totally uh wrong. you know just to, to to plug that in there so you can set that up <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. no but i i saw that uh, early in the year and i was like wow that's a really awesome idea i'm actually really upset that they're not in usl because i have no reason to like talk to you know what i mean <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know if you want to explain that, or we can just kind of wait until I set that up with him. Hopefully soon. And oh, we'll sure. Do it that no, way yeah. or, or what? Can kind of tease it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so, please. Um, what, what's been, what's been really cool, and it was just embraced a hundred percent from 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 the, across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, he started a campaign for uh, to raise money for the human rights uh, campaign, I believe. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. And I think he ended up raising like $11,000, maybe more, 15000 yeah. something like that. Something crazy. Um, so for every, so he had players sign up to be a part of this. And for every start you got, you, you donated for every uh, goal, you donated something. And for every assist, you donated something. Um, and I think, you know, players would have their own custom, like, all right, for, for every shutout, I you know, <laughs> donate this. Right, right. You yeah. Know, yeah. Um, and uh, and then uh, you know just random people would would kind of do that too. They would f- they like quote follow different players uh, based on on like you know how what however the player did is is how mm-hmm. you know they would donate. So it was across like MLS, USL, NASL. Yeah, they hit like every. I even think there was a couple like PDL guys in there. Yeah, there like NPSL. Um, like it was really really cool. Just, yeah, just in NWSL, there were a couple in Europe that that were. Yeah, you know, like yeah. he just he just has so many connections. Yeah, yeah. It, no, so. and, and and like you said, like more. I you know obviously doing that for such a great cause in the HRC is really awesome. The fact that they're able to raise that much money, which I didn't know was how much they they raised, is crazy. Um, but just you know to see the community. And by community, I mean like the soccer community as a whole, which is huge. Uh, just you know, respond to that so well, and basically have a really cool kind of fantasy soccer slash charity thing going on, um, is is awesome. So yeah, and I, I hope he brings it back again. I mean, why Same. not? 
I will, you know, I will definitely uh, be participating if he yeah. does for sure. Um, and then I guess, uh, I guess finally, who are you guys looking forward to playing in USL? And is there any kind of rivalries that we've seen uh, <laughs> start on Twitter that we're hoping carry over in the matches or things like that? Yeah, man. So absolutely. Uh, we were actually talking about this on our podcast of like, uh, someone asked us like, who, who is the, who are the teams to beat uh, for us? And, and, my first thought was was Charlotte, obviously, uh, because of the rivalry. Not necessarily because of like, I mean, it will be a good game, no matter how good they are and how good we are. Like, I hate that old cliche, like sure. form gets thrown out the window right, when right. they play. But, but like with with that, it's very it's very true. Like it it's very unpredictable whenever Charlotte and NCFC play. Um, and I'm just so amped that we have more than one opportunity a year. Seriously. Um, that you know, uh, while the Open Cup is awesome, and I do love that, and I'm sure we'll probably meet them again, depending on how things shake out. You know, like now there's an Atlanta team and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Um, so depending on how that shakes out, we may play them in the Open Cup again. Right. Um, so a potential for I think up to four. I think we play each other twice, maybe, and right. then maybe one with the Open Cup. Maybe we play each other three times. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but th- I mean, Charlotte's obviously like that was the one that everybody circled the home and away. Sure. Um, really just excited about the regional rivalries of Richmond mm-hmm. and, and like the old historic ones like Richmond and Charlotte, um, kind of bringing back the, the Southern Derby Cup. Yep. Um, Charleston's down there. Yeah. So, so that playing Tampa again is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. just, you know, it's kind of seeing them back. Um, yeah, it's true. It's you guys get a, you get to see your old friends, Tampa and Ottawa, I suppose. Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Ottawa's done pretty well for themselves over the off season. So uh, yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, like obviously when FC Cincinnati comes to town, that's going to be a little bit of a, yep. a heartbreaker. Um, <laughs> it's, it's going to be weird to see Nas and yeah. not our colors. But um, yeah, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll, I'm I'm sure everyone's gonna treat you know bring them back and and welcome them with open arms. Sure, uh, sure. But uh, but yeah, like Louisville, uh, Cincinnati, Indy, in, playing Indy again. I mean, those those mm-hmm. people are awesome. Brickyard Battalion uh, has made the trips down to to uh, for the away games for us, and uh, we've participated in like the beer Olympics with their supporters group right. uh, here, and that that that's been a lot of fun. So. A uh, lot of things to look forward to. I'm really looking forward to all of those. It's really hard to even just nail down one sure. that I'm super excited about. And then, and and this one I like to ask just because it, it helps me kind of gauge the room a little bit. And then I, I think it is just kind of interesting as a whole because it's not something that you're used to in NASL. Um, what's been kind of the, the reaction, at least, you know, on, on your end personally, and then, you know, just kind of with the uh the supporters groups and maybe even some of the players as far as the mls2 teams coming in so you're you know your atlantas your red bulls your bethlehems your uh mm. you know even your your swim parks and, and things like that i think the 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 consensus by i think i think everyone's in agreement that uh you know it, it can't be avoided obviously but everyone seems to at least from our perspective they don't mind the MLS two teams as long as they kind of have that independent feel to them mm, at least. Mm. Not like to not not be named yeah, something too. Right. Okay. You know, it's like I get I get why they would think that that's a cool idea or like a, a fun marketing thing, but mm. like it ends it begins and ends with marketing. Right. And and it's not like if I'm a player aside from maybe Atlanta because like you actually could have some pride in playing for like. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the best up and coming, you know, right, teams. Right. Um, 
you know, and, you know, obviously I'm sure the owners are going to put a, a decent amount of money into the uh, Atlanta two team, but like, yep. I don't know. There's just, if I'm a player, I'm kind of going, yeah, all right. I play for Atlanta too. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, just yeah. doesn't. And they're you know, like, for, you, you do also? And they're like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I yeah, also two, play for no, Atlanta. Two, right, right. Also. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. oh, I play for LA Galaxy too. I play yeah. for Seattle Sounders too. It just it doesn't yeah. it doesn't sound as good as like I play for Swope Park Rangers. You know, like that right, sounds right. more like a legitimate. And so just just the eyeball test. I think everyone's like kind of like shudders at the 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 B or the two names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like people were. Uh, I think somebody asked me like, would 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 y'all be cool with NCFC being an affiliate of an MLS club? I'm like, actually, no, I, I, mm. I, I like the true independent feel of it. Um, sure. And I understand that some clubs just, you know, they, you know, they need whatever they need. Like Charlotte even kind of has like an affiliation with uh, Colorado. Yep. Um, I'm not really sure what, what the partnership is with that. Well, uh, uh, so, and I don't, I don't know if this is like super common knowledge, but I'm sure it's common enough that I can talk about it. Apparently, um, some of the people in the Rapids front office used to work with some of the people in the Independence front office, but with mm. the Charlotte Bobcats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, or something like that. Like, so they, I mean, I don't know. And that, that last part with the Bobcats is not super, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one, but um, some front office people with the Independence used to work with some front office people with the Rapids. And now they just kind of go, Hey, you want to, we'll just do that. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, that, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense like geographically and it's not the best, uh, <clears throat> you know, like a geographical partnership, but it is one. So, yeah. So like even something like that, I don't think I would be totally welcoming of, um, I don't know, just kind of like you feel more pride in something and, and and to each their own. I want to say that if if everyone has like their independent or their like MLS two teams, that's fine. I'm, I'm, as long as you love the sport, I don't have a really a problem with who you support really. Um, but uh, for me, it's like, it's like the feeling of a job well done. Uh, like if, if you make the playoffs, you know, you made it on your spirit alone and not mm. the bankroll of, of an MLS club or, sure, or like, sure. you know, the reserves of an MLS team, you know? So, right. um, you know, that being said, it, it, if it's good for the game, I'm at the end of the day, I'm, I'm okay with it. I know it sounds kind of contradictory, but like, I just want I just want the sport to succeed in the United States, and I want it to yeah. grow, and <laughs> yeah. I, I I want you know good players to have a shot and a chance, because um, mm. I understand the the idea behind the MLS two teams. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talent, and you got to spread it around instead of having these kids get you know waste the talent and playing in these kind of like you know, academy matches where the competition isn't very high. I, right. I understand right. it, you know, but and and um, I think a lot of the and I guess for the perspective of anyone in North Carolina is listening and wondering why you would have an MLS two team. Um, so a lot of times, and for, for Bethlehem steel, a lot of times, you know, guys like, um, like if a John McCarthy or a Jake McGuire come down from the first team, mm-hmm. they're goalies. So their whole thing is this is great because I'm getting minutes that I wouldn't right. get anywhere else. So, right. um, and, and a lot of the MLS clubs see value in having direct control over what happens to their guys because, you know, a lot of times, especially last couple of years, if a guy goes out on loan from an MLS team or like uh, Brandon Allen's a perfect example, Red Bull loaned him out to Minnesota United. He played six minutes <laughs> yeah. and that was it. So it's one of those things where if you can have d- direct control over somebody, 
it's a lot easier to to you know get them playing time and and figure out what kind of player you have as, as and, you know rather than guessing and sending them somewhere where they might not play them. Yeah, like I, and um, a couple of years ago, I was talking to some Wilmington fans. Wilmington Hammerheads were still around, and I think they at one point were an affiliate of NYCFC. Um, or think, had some sort of partnership there. I think their last year, the Hammerheads was was a was a NYCFC affiliate, and I I know NYCFC I think right now is still partnered with San Antonio of all people. Yeah, yeah. So that's random. But, yeah. Um, but I remember talking to them and saying that like it's it's it, it's uh, it's frustrating when you have a great player on your team. And you're like, oh, cool, we can make a, a push for the playoffs. Like, it, and Wilmington is your club, um, and then they uh then all of a sudden they're gone you know they get they get called back up you know they kind of just get pushed and pulled uh and like look at this awesome player they kind of dangle it in front of them and like mm-hmm. wow I, I wonder how long he'll stay and then he ends up just you know booking it yeah um so like i understand like the frustration part and if there was some way where they can i think the mls or the usl rules are a little bit different with these uh kind of like loaned players that you know you don't so you don't have those We'll loan you out, play for six minutes, <laughs> and then you're, yeah. you're done. Yeah. Uh, if there's a way to make that more, uh, once you're loaned out, you're loaned out for a specific period of time, no questions asked. Um, if there's a way for that to be more of a thing, then I would be even more okay with the with the affiliate sure, MLS sure. two clubs. But uh, but yeah, it, it you know again, bottom line is is if if as long as everybody is is just watching the game, supporting the game, supporting their local club, no matter what it is, at the end of the day, I got no problem with it. <laughs> you know, there you go. And just, just want, just want some fun. I just want to see some, some good soccer. On the, on the <laughs> some good soccer know? of maybe, maybe like, you know, more than eight teams every once in a while. Would be, more, would be yeah. Nice. Like there was a point last year we played Puerto Rico like four times in five weeks. And it was just <laughs> like groundhog the day, teams, the, the soccer schedule. Yeah, man. Just like I can't get hype against playing Puerto Rico right. FC, the fighting yeah. Carmelos again. Right. You know, right. like I understand, yeah. like they had the whole the whole hurricane situation, and, and sure, that, that was sure. unavoidable. But like, yeah, they played like a a, a, a home game away at our stadium, mm. um, and it was it was it was weird. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to constantly checking the schedule to see who we play. <laughs> and <laughs> well, not that just logo's ha- nice. Yeah. not having a uh, one out of eight guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Chuck, uh, I, I appreciate the time. Where can people find you and your ilk on the internet and things? And, oh, man, and yeah. Um, thank you for having me. This is, this has been no, fun. No so, problem. Uh, part of Oak City Supporters um, on Twitter is probably the, the best and easiest way to find us, at OCS Raleigh um, or at OakCitySupporters.com. Uh, you can check out our podcast, check out our, our, you know, one of our blogs kind of got shared by a, a real salt Lake, uh, the real salt Lake SB nation blog kind of linked oh, right to on. one of our articles. And I was like, Whoa, where are the, where's this traffic coming from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, so it's all there and, and, you know, please come on down to, to North Carolina. If anybody's ever going to, uh, think about doing an away day here, you know, just let us know. We'll, we'll show you a good time. You know, there's free beer and free pizza at every tailgate. So, um, you know, come on down. We'll show you a good time, you know, for sure. Chuck, I'm going to plug your, your podcast, Twitter. 
Oh, please do. You guys are part of the Beautiful Game Network as of uh, as of what, like Friday this uh, or Saturday or something crazy, yeah, like super some... recently. Yeah. Um, which I'm gonna totally take. I know you were talking to Mike before, but I'm totally gonna take credit for because um, <laughs> I reached out to you last week. It's true. But uh, it's true. at Six Point Weekend on Twitter, um, or just OakCitySupporters.com backslash podcast is where you can find those guys. Um, and yeah, man, the the more like Southern hospitality we get in this league, like I just talked to uh, to West Bowling out in Nashville, um, like the better my life gets because y'all are, are delightful people and can make <laughs> stuff like this work on a on a five minute notice. So uh, yeah, definitely, you know, look forward to to, to seeing North Carolina FC, and hopefully, I'll work out something to interview Austin. Uh, but until then, if you guys need anything, you know, welcome to come back on the show, and uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me, man. And, and this is this is great. Appreciate it. Looking forward to the season. Awesome. Thanks, Chuck. Thank you.